Hey friends, welcome to episode 132 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Doris Swift. Thank you for joining me today. And I am coming to you from a camper parked in my driveway because if you've been listening to some of the past episodes I had shared that back in September, our home flooded when Hurricane Ian came through here in Florida. And so we're still working on home repairs. And I had moved all of my podcast equipment to the church office and where I have my office there. But I just thought, you know, I'm going to do an impromptu episode. And it's just going to be you and me. We're talking about Fierce Calling. And the episode is entitled, To the Girl with Passion, Compassion, and Conviction, It's Go Time. Are you that girl? Is that you? I know it's me. You know, sometimes we feel like it's really time for us to step out. And maybe we're already doing that. But maybe we feel a new call on our heart. Maybe with this new year, we've decided, you know, we're going to go for it with God and just step out into something new, even if we're a little afraid of it, (laughs) you know, to just step into it, to know we need not fear because God is with us. So we're going to talk about these things today. So I hope you stick around with me for a little bit. But first, here is a word from Access More. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Welcome back. So I'd love to have coffee with Martha and Mary, because besides hearing about their fascinating conversations with Jesus, there's something I'd like to ask them. Now, concerned for their brother's life, Mary and Martha sent word to Jesus saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill, because surely Jesus would come and Lazarus would be healed. Surely. But things don't always happen as we believe they should. And God's love is magnified in more extraordinary ways than we can fathom. Jesus purposefully delays his arrival because sometimes what doesn't make sense in temporal ways makes sense in eternal ways. When Jesus finally makes his way to the outskirts of Bethany, Martha hears he is near. It's Martha who slips out of her home And this is where many had gathered to comfort the sisters. And Martha went out to meet Jesus. Martha says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And how often do we tell the Lord what he already knows? But we should tell him because although he knows our hearts, he wants to hear our hurts straight from our own lips. And you know that whole thing about Mary and Martha. It's interesting to me that Martha was the one who left her guests to meet Jesus. We've met these sisters before in Luke 10. We learned that Martha busied herself with hospitality while Mary sat at Jesus' feet. And this time it was Martha who drew near. In Luke 10, in that 
account and in Martha's defense, she was fulfilling a cultural expectation of Jewish customs. And it it was expected that women should tend to domestic responsibilities. Now, Mary ignores this custom by sitting at Jesus' feet. And Jesus throws out customs and expectations to teach us that sitting at his feet is better than meal prep or anything else. Of course, if it was me, I'd probably be in the kitchen preparing lasagna if he showed up at my house. And hospitality is a beautiful thing, but it's just not the best thing. Spending time with Jesus is the best thing. And why bake bread when you have the bread of life sitting in your living room? Perhaps Mary was too bereaved to leave the house. Or perhaps she was too hurt that Jesus didn't arrive sooner. We don't know her thoughts. But we do know one of the sisters had to stay behind. In Jewish custom, the bereaved were to stay at home for a week after a loved one's passing. But then Jesus calls for Mary. And Martha journeys back home to bring her sister, Mary, back to Jesus. And that warms my heart like melted chocolate on a s'mores because Jesus calls us too by name. We are called to lay down what is customary to dwell in the midst of our Savior. Now Mary hurries to meet Jesus at the same exact spot that Martha met him at. And she says the same exact words Martha said. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. The sisters knew. They knew Jesus could have healed Lazarus. And it was no coincidence Martha and Mary said the exact same thing to Jesus and perhaps had the exact same thought. We don't know for sure, but we can think if it was us, what would we be thinking? Perhaps they were thinking, Jesus, you're too late. Where were you? But Jesus is never too late. He calls for the stone to be taken away. And then he calls Lazarus forth and out walks a guy who's been dead in a tomb for four days. Martha and Mary may have known Jesus raised others from the dead. And Jesus had already said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. But it's not revealed whether the sisters had hoped for such an event to happen, except maybe for something Martha said. Martha and Jesus had a conversation before Mary joined them. And Jesus had said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And then Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? That's what he asked Martha. That's what he asks us. And Martha said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. And she also had said to Jesus, But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. And this is all found in John in chapter 11. Now that may have brought a hint there. It may have revealed a hint that Martha had hoped that he would raise her brother from the dead. But four days Dead in a tomb is a long time. So what would I ask Martha and Mary? I'd ask them this. 
Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. So what would I ask Martha and Mary? I'd ask them this. What was it like when Jesus requested the stone be taken away from the tomb? When did it sink in that Jesus wasn't too late? That a miracle was about to take place? How often do we trust our feelings over truth? How often do we believe the lie that waiting in the quiet means God is unaware of our circumstances? How often do we feel like something is impossible right before a miracle is about to take place? One day we have this lush, flourishing faith, and the next our fears sheer blooming faith back down to a seedling. Because our flesh is so annoying. Amen? But we need not fear because God exceeds the expectations of our mustard seed faith every time. In this passage, Jesus wept. He was deeply moved by their grief. He knew the outcome, but still he wept. His compassions never fail. And in the midst of our mess, in his loving restoration, Jesus meets us in our need. And he loves us from mess to restoration. So what if we believed in fear's possibilities? We say things to ourselves and even out loud, things like, it's never going to happen. It's too hard. It's impossible. It's too late. What if we saw beyond the impossible? And what if we allowed what moves us to move us? I want to be that girl who walks in her calling with passion, compassion, and conviction. And I want to live out a fierce calling designed by an awesome God. And who's with me? Are you with me? So what is a fierce calling? Well, it's a lot of things, but it's living out our purpose with purpose. It's impacting one life at a time while walking the path set before us. It's discovering what God prepared in advance for us to do and doing it. It's time to believe that dreams can happen when we're wide awake and our calling can be a fierce reality. We're probably already walking in it if we'd open our eyes to God's possibilities. So we can pray for God to open our eyes. And I pray that he opens your eyes to his fierce possibilities in your life. What's your calling, friend? You need not fear because you never walk in your calling alone. Joshua 1.9 tells us to be strong and courageous because the Lord God is with us wherever we go. And that is everywhere. Wherever we go is everywhere. Maybe you can take time to list gifts and talents that God has given you. Places that he's used you or sent you. Things that you've done in your life that has already equipped you for things to do in your calling. And discover new ways and places to use those gifts and talents. And if you've never completed a spiritual gifts assessment, maybe you can complete an assessment. Maybe you can check that out. But remember that no matter the outcome of assessments, God may call you to accomplish things outside your gifting for his purposes. And he will equip you for the journey. And he will equip me for the journey. I hope this really has blessed you and has given you cause to think about where your passion, compassion, and conviction lie. Because oftentimes God will use those things, the things that he instills in us, the things that sometimes make us angry, like human trafficking and things that really become such a 
a compassion and passion and conviction in our life that we can't lay it down. Maybe he'll use us in places because we've already been where the people in these places are right now or heading for. For example, I've shared a testimony before that I had a teen pregnancy and I was a single teen mom. And after that, I served at a pregnancy center because I could understand maybe not the total story of where some of the clients were coming from, some of the girls that came in, but I could understand what it feels like to not fit in anymore, to feel like I'm not really a kid and I'm not really a teen who can go out and hang out with friends and do the things I used to do, but I'm not really feeling old enough that I'm able to join a mom's group. You know, it was just a strange time in my life, but loved my baby so much. It was just a struggling time. And so I can understand those things. And you've been through something too that someone else is either going through right now or is going to go through. And you can use how God brought you through because ultimately that's what it's all about. We want, we don't want to just tell our story and leave people hanging there. We want to tell the story from beginning to the point we are now because our story is not over yet. So it can't be like we tell the story from beginning to end because the story doesn't have an end yet. But we can tell the story from beginning to where Jesus comes in and how he brings us through and how now we are walking in that freedom. And that's a beautiful thing. So friend, I would love to pray for you. Father in heaven, I pray for my friend who is listening right now and who is in agreement with me in this prayer. I pray that her eyes will be open to your fierce possibilities in her life and that she would draw strength and courage from you alone. I pray your breath would breathe life into any lifeless circumstances in her life right now and that you would fill her with joy in your presence. And I pray that she would walk in her fierce calling with the boldness of the power of the Holy Spirit, because when we are in Christ, we have your spirit in us. So Lord, I thank you so much for the woman who is listening right now. And I pray that you would show her divine appointments that you have for her even now and give her that courage and boldness to step forward and step out of her doubt and into her calling. Because Lord, ultimately, We are called to different things in different seasons in our lives. We are individual and made uniquely and wonderfully by you, Lord. And so no two of us are the same. And we may have different callings, but ultimately all of our callings lead up to the same huge overarching call in our life. And that is Jesus, to love you and know you and to make you known to a lost and dying world. And we pray, Lord, that you would use us in a mighty way for your kingdom work. Use us and equip us, Lord, as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you so much for listening today, and I hope that it blessed you. And I would love if you would reach out to me at doraswift.com and share your comments and thoughts. And there are some free resources there for you, like my ebook. It's just a downloadable ebook, Step Out of Your Doubt and Into Your Calling. And I share some of my testimony in that book. And also, I would love for you to check out uh, the fear fighting scripture verses that I have for you that you can download. And friend, I also want to let you know that I have a Bible study that's going to be releasing, which is 
entitled Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. And I want to take you from releasing and surrendering those things that threaten to steal your joy to walking and doing kingdom work as the disciple that you are. So I would love for you to get updates on that book when it's coming out. So if you join my email list, you will find out all the updates before anyone else. And just go to doraswift.com and grab one of my free resources. And when you do, you'll also get an update from me once a month. I won't spam you, I promise. (laughs) I'll send out some uh, cool things once a month, an encouraging devotional. And I often share things that are cool that I think that you would enjoy or resources that would be of help to you. So be sure to check that out too, friend. And I have some amazing guests coming up. And this episode was just you and me. Um, And I had promised that from the very first episode of Fierce Calling, I had said some episodes would be with guests and some would be just you and me. But I didn't always stick to that. If you look back or listen back at a lot of the episodes, most of them were with guests, which I love so much. I enjoy it. But I'm going to sprinkle some of these in here and there so we can have more, I don't know, intimate conversation together, maybe over coffee. Sometimes, you know, it's hard because I can't meet all of you. I, I don't know all of you in person, but I feel like I know you. And I hope you feel like you're getting to know me a little bit too. And I would love to hear from you. Again, reach out to me at daraswift.com. I would love uh, the opportunity to speak at your next women's event. And I have bookings in 2023 and I'm going into 2024 to do some bookings. So, so let's have a chat about that. And I will, yeah, I'll be looking out for that possibility. And um, I hope you'll join me next time when I'm talking with another kingdom worker who's taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.